I'm Rabbi Nahal Math with the Las Vegas Kolel. In 2009, Doug White was returning from a family vacation in Florida, and he was flying home to his house in Jackson, Mississippi. He was on a small twin turboprop engine. It was just him, his wife, two daughters, and his pilot. A few minutes after takeoff, he looked at the pilot and he saw he was completely incapacitated. The pilot was unconscious. Turns out he had had a heart attack and he had died. At 10,000 feet, the plane was flying out of control, no one piloting the airplane, and Doug White is there with him and his family. Now, White had a little bit of practice and experience flying planes. He had spent a couple of hours flying much smaller planes. This plane was significantly bigger, significantly more complex than anything he had ever flown. He immediately grabbed for the radio and calls Mayday to air traffic control. The air traffic controllers, they calm him down and they tell him what to do. They tell him, grab the throttle and turn it this way and the dial, turn it that way and that lever, you push it up. And they gave him instructions how to regain control of that plane at 10,000 feet. They then guided him step by step to fly the plane back to Florida and they were able to successfully give him instructions how to land this plane, which he had never flown. An inexperienced pilot, they were able to give him guidance and instructions step by step to land that plane back on terra firma, on firm ground, and his family was saved. I've got a question for you. It's not a trick question. Doug White gets on the radio and he's talking to this air traffic controller. Why does he trust that air traffic controller? Why doesn't Doug White ask the air traffic controller, what are your credentials? What's your background? How much experience do you have flying this airplane? Do you think Doug White thought about those kinds of questions? Why was he gonna trust his life and his family's future to the hands of someone he's never met on the other end of that radio? How come he was so trusting and willing to listen to their guidance and to their instructions how to land this airplane? He doesn't know who they are. Why does he trust them? The great book, Chovos Halavavos, The Duties of the Heart, the incredible book of Jewish philosophy and ethics, talks about the idea of when it comes to relationships, one of the most important elements of a healthy and flourishing relationship is the idea of trust. And he talks about when it comes to trust in a relationship, there are seven, diff seven different components that impact our ability and capacity to trust someone else. One of the things that he identifies is exclusivity. When you're in a situation where there's only one person out there who can help you, he points out we will become much more trusting very quickly in that one person. For example, if you're a prisoner and there's only one person, the governor is the only person that can get you out of prison, you will become very trusting in that person even though you don't really have much of a relationship. Exclusivity, the fact that there's only one person who can help me out in this jam, that builds trust. And Chobos Halavavos uses that as a metaphor, and he uses that as an example for us to recognize when it comes to our relationship to God, we have to focus on that element of exclusivity for us to build our trust in God. He says we need to focus on the fact that something that we all know, when it comes to our lives, when it comes to the lives of our loved ones, we need to recognize and reflect no one can help us and no one can hurt us. If God wants something to happen, it's going to happen, no matter how hard anyone else tries to intervene. 
And conversely, if God doesn't want something to happen, no matter how hard we try, nothing can help us. We have to focus on that core idea that nothing can help us, nothing can hurt us. The only thing that matters is God. And if we recognize that exclusiveness, that exclusivity in that relationship, we will become much more trusting in God. And Chovos Halavavos urges us. We need to focus on that idea. We need to remind ourselves, no one can help us. No one can hurt us. The only thing that matters, the only thing that can intervene and can make our lives good or bad is God. And if we focus on that idea, we will become much more trusting and much more at ease when it comes to crisis, when it comes to uncertain times, when we realize it doesn't matter, everything else is just noise. The only thing that impacts my life is God. We've got to try our hardest and do our darndest to succeed and to accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. We know that's a very fundamental idea in Judaism, but at the core, we have to recognize no matter what, no matter what anyone tries to do to help us or to hurt us, nothing matters. The only thing that matters is our relationship with God because only God can help us, only God can cause us harm. Nothing else is significant in our lives. Doug White doesn't ask the air traffic controller for their credentials. Doug White doesn't say, who are you to give me instructions on how to fly this plane? You know why? Because Doug White is stuck in an airplane with his family at 10,000 feet. He's got no one there to help him, no one there to hurt him. The only option he has is to listen to the advice to trust in the person on the other end of that radio. Doug White was in a scenario of exclusivity. There was no one else. There's nothing else that can influence him. There's nothing else that can help him or save him other than the instruction and the guidance of the person on the other end of that radio. And therefore, he doesn't really care about who's that person's credentials. He's not going to question whether or not he should trust in that person because it's his only option. We need to use that as a metaphor for our lives. We need to remind ourselves in our lives, no matter what, no matter who's there in our lives who's trying to hurt us, no matter who in our lives is trying to help us, we've got to remember at the core, it's all from God. And if God wants something to happen, it's going to happen. If God doesn't want something to happen, it's not going to happen. Nothing can help us. No one can hurt us. The only thing that matters is our trust and our relationship with God. And if we focus on that exclusivity, if we focus on that element in that relationship that there's no one else out there, everything else is just noise, we'll build our trust in God and our relationship with, the, with God will deepen and develop and it'll flourish and blossom.